Come one, come all to a little piece of escape. From ideas to creation to wonder. The AOK Podcast to me is a wonderland of possibilities with every discussion. So, where will we venture off today in the infinite realm of pop culture? Well, why don't we find out together? What's up? This is AOK Radio signing on. I've met plenty of wonderful people in the last few months. I've been on this fun voice messaging app called Soundwave. Not sponsored, but man, it deserves the shout out. An app that feels more personal, where you can share your thoughts vocally on a vast number of topics and others can join in right there with you for the conversation. And we have a special guest today uh, that I met on there, host of his own podcast, The Life of an Average Joe, Brandon Navarro. Welcome. Hey, man. Thanks for having me on. You know, I, I feel like after the commercial that you just did for Soundwave and I just did a little like talk about them on one of my shows, we they got to be sponsors at some point, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would totally do that. <laughs> you know, but no, man, I am. I thank you so much for having me come on here. This is going to be fun, man. Oh, yeah. Always happy to do that. I've been wanting to get more people on the podcast for a while because I feel like having guests on is very, very, very fun. And it's something I meant to do for a while because originally this podcast was supposed to be like 60-40. So like 60 myself and then 40, if not more, the guests. So I'm trying to like do that a bit more, but progress, right? <laughs> it's hard to, neg- you know, it's hard to like arrange schedules and all that too. I remember you know, when COVID first really started and we went into that quasi lockdown phase, I had a lot easier time getting guests on my show. It was like, no problem. And, and then when things started to open up, now it's like pulling teeth. I'm like, so I got to plan it like six months in advance, you know, and I just can't do it, man. Uh, yeah, I'm still waiting on another, uh, actually two guests for that too, but their schedule and ours, it just never lines up. It's just, it's, ugh. but if you, if you keep going, It'll work out eventually. <laughs> Absolutely. Now it is. I mean, you know, podcasting, it nothing ever works out the way you want it to. So you just got to roll with the punches. Yeah, exactly. Like starting this up, we had a little glitch, but at least it worked out. <laughs> we're here. We made it, man. So. Right. Yeah. And for those who are listening, we're actually recording from the Anchor app right now. Um, usually I record through Audacity with my Snowball microphone, but here I'm using just my um, Apple headphones just connected to the phone. So, so far, it sounds like it's working pretty good. Yeah, you sound fine. Yeah, it, it, it's easy to do. Anchor's been great, so this is kind of cool. Oh, yeah, definitely a fun experience. Um, so for any listeners unfamiliar, what is your podcast about? So mine's, you know, without taking up too much time, mine is very simple. It is the life of me, you know, just uh, I'm, a, I'm just an average dude, you know, and I've looked back over the years in my like 43 years of living, I guess, um, and I've looked back and been like, I really have had some really cool experiences or some things that I feel like I should share, you know, because there's so many people out there in the world, so many celebrities and artists that have just had really coolly, you know, cool, truly amazing things happen. I'm not, you know, a famous person at all, but I look back and I'm like, man, I've had some really interesting things happen in my life. Some of which I'll never be able to like recreate. I want to get those stories out there, you know? And that's what it's about. I mean, everything from my life when I was managing nightclubs and got to like meet Tommy Lee from Motley Crue and, 
and host a Super Bowl party with Tommy Lee to small things, you know, like when my son was born and where I was. And so it's just kind of everything that's either made me who I am today or taught me some sort of lesson that brought me here today. And might I say, it is a good listen, y'all. One of my favorite stories so far that you talked about is when you had that incident with punching that clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, not one of my prouder moments in my life. <laughs> you know, but I was young. And you know how you are when you're young. You don't think at all. You right. Know? And, and I don't... still don't think a lot of times. Yeah, me neither. I have my kid. But then you like, you got a clown coming up, and I don't like clowns. So uh, <laughs> you got a clown coming up to me and, and, and getting close and, and touching me. Nah, nah, did not work out very well, man. <laughs> I would have done the same thing probably. Like yeah. it's a clown, especially after watching it and other things with clowns. Nah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, and just, you know what the thing is? It's not the like, I, I'm, I don't know. I think it's the normal looking clowns, if that makes sense. Like, the, <laughs> like the Joker doesn't scare me. I like him. He's great. You know, um, <laughs> it is creepy because of what he does to kids. But it's the ones that look like they're OK, like they're just a little normal, little face paint, maybe some big shoes. I just don't trust them, man. I don't trust them. It's the shoes. It's the shoes, man. <laughs> Nobody's wearing those out of comfort. Come on. Nope. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, it's fun. <laughs> it's a good time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, today's episode is actually inspired by one of our uh, biggest topics that we talk over on our sound wave, which is Marvel and mainly <laughs> the MCU side of it. So uh, today we're talking about um, about five or so each of our most anticipated projects um, soon to be released uh, or well, so soon, soon uh, excuse me, so to speak, because Recently, some of them have been pushed back, but they're still coming. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I figured we could uh, go back and forth with each submission, uh, talk about why it made it uh, to your list and see how that goes. And then I go like, so for instance, you talk about your first one, then I talk about my first one and then second and then second, third, third, et cetera, et cetera. And um, Marvel is really pumping out the project. So it was really tricky on my end picking these out. But uh, if you're cool with this, would you like to start off with your, your first pick? Yeah, no pressure. That's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, I'm with you. Marvel is, is doing something really that's never been done before. Um, and we're reaping all the benefits, so that's awesome. Um, yeah, this is in no particular order. It's my first one, but this could change tomorrow. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but because I've recently watched Hawkeye, and I'm not going to give any spoilers out, but because I've re recently watched it, I am really getting more excited for the Echo series. Um, mm. I know it's it doesn't have a date yet. It doesn't have uh, a date yet. I am predicting probably 2023 is my guess. Um, I could be wrong, but that's my guess. Could be sooner. I just I just have a feeling because and it doesn't mean that I don't think that Echo is going to not appear in other stuff. I just think that they're going to push that series out because they have to build up the story, whatever. Yeah. And after watching the, did you see, well, I should say, did you watch Hawkeye yet? <laughs> you did it. So you? funny story. Oh, no. I, th I thought Hawkeye was coming out in December because of the little Christmas themes I was seeing. So I totally missed the date. No. I just found out like, I just found out like 10 minutes ago that it came out. What? <laughs> we just did a deep dive. Don't listen to it. We just did a deep right. dive on, uh, 
on a sound wave. Yeah, Ashley did it. So big shout out to Ashley. But um, yeah, that's how I found out. I liked it. I'm like, crap. I can't listen to this yet. I'm gonna come back to it. Oh man. Okay. So I'm not gonna give anything away. God, I already did. But you know, oh, that's all good. That's okay. You can jump back in on the deep dive because there's a lot to talk about on that. But um, right. I'm excited because of who Echo is in the comic books. But I'll just keep it as that. Being Kingpin's adopted daughter um, and working side by side with her dad, you know, and her character, she's she's deaf, which I think is awesome, you know, huh. because it adds a different layer to it. Um, just like in the Eternals, they had the, you know, the deaf superhero. I thought that was really cool. Right. Um, so she's deaf, but she's vicious. Like she is a vicious character in the comic books. Um, she has her moments of quote unquote peacetime, but she's essentially running what Kingpin does. You know, she's essentially running the crime syndicate. And so she's going to come across characters like Spider-Man, Hawkeye, Daredevil and such. So be when they announced that they were doing that series, I was like, that's interesting. And then after watching Hawkeye, I'm like, Oh, okay. Now I see what's, what could possibly happen. And it just got me excited because it also brings in the potential that Kingpin could be coming around the corner as well. Right, which they need to do for sure because um, the original actor who played him in uh, the Daredevil Netflix show was great. I really liked how he portrayed that. Uh, yeah, what's his name? Vincent DeFarno or something like that? Um, I forget. I, I remember what he looks like. I'm yeah. great with faces, but names, like five seconds after, I forget. <laughs> yeah, it's Vincent, and I'm saying his last name wrong, but it's like Vincent DeFarno, DeFarno. I don't know. He's he is a really good and interesting actor. He's done mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. He was on one of those CSI shows, um, and he was really good on that. And I don't like CSI. I don't like that stuff. You know, that's just CSI Kingpin. Right. You know, there's like a CSI like Frisco, Texas, you know, like there's, oh. you know, there's so many CSIs, but um, Frisco. <laughs> right. Sounds like a, a pop. A Frisco. Yeah, I know. Don't, don't get me started about Frisco, but uh, that's where I am, guys. So there you go. Um, <laughs> but I'm excited nice. because I think they are, all the rumors are that he's already ready to come on. And he's with, I mean, he sent out a tweet that uh, when Hawkeye debuted and said, can't wait to watch the show. This is going to be amazing. Well, why would he do that? Ooh. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he is a fan of Marvel. He's openly yeah. admitted that. But I would hope so. You know, so that's that's my first pick because of everything that's happening. I dig it. Um, so, yeah, for me, this is actually no particular order as well. I do have to say one thing, too, with Hawkeye is I know he was um, deaf in some version of in, in the comics. So that's yes. interesting that she's also deaf. But um, unless they decide to make Hawkeye randomly deaf in this show at some point, I don't think they're going to connect the two at all. But not that there would be. I don't know. But that was interesting to think of. <laughs> well, you, you need to watch this soon. We got to talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm definitely watching that today. <laughs> all right. So, um I just wrote these down as I thought of them, but, um, and I looked up the list because I was like, okay, how many are, are even count? There's like a hundred different titles coming out. Right. <laughs> so uh, first up for me is the Fantastic Four movie coming because not much is known about it yet besides uh, John Watts being the director and of course uh, Kevin Feige being the producer. But I know a lot of people, myself included, would have loved to see 
John Krasinski and his wife as uh, Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic, respectively. Uh, rumors were that they wanted to have like a, a diverse cast of the four, but I'm not sure. Like that's just a rumor. I'm not sure if it's legit, but um, I would love to see them as uh, those characters, but who knows um, from their comics to the cartoons as well, growing up uh, with all that stuff. Um, one and a half of the movies at the very <laughs> least, I really enjoy <laughs> um, very much, uh, especially a lot of the scenes um, in the second one, a lot uh, really enjoyed the first one. The second one, we were talking about that too, a little bit ago. I really, I liked it a lot, but the worst things I was just like, okay, whatever. And I didn't even watch the third one. I'm not even going to try to do that reboot. <laughs> I, I, you know, I just did last year. Well, Right when COVID started and we mm -hmm. weren't doing anything, I was like, well, I might as well just watch this because I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there was it was instant regret, man. Instant. It's it's really that bad. It really is. Man. Yeah. yeah, the cast looked cool, but I heard there were so many issues with the reshoots and the story. And I I, I gotta admit, seeing Doctor Doom come back, I was kinda like, Come on, guys, they they have more people than Doc just Doctor Doom. Well, and I'm not gonna like waste anybody's time talking about this movie but the um <laughs> the way they did dr doom in it it was like he wasn't even in half the movie mm. i mean they really focused on like starting from ground zero and he didn't really turn into dr doom the big bad until the like the last 20 minutes of the movie and i'm like well that's kind of pointless you know but yeah it wasn't yeah. good it wasn't good man <laughs> Ah, well, so um, with actually, that's that's another podcast too. talk about those movies. Well, at least the first two, since I don't know anything about the third one. But anyway, um, <laughs> Spider-Man is known to be associated with them a lot. So I, w I could imagine him, whoever it's going to be, whether it's Tom Holland or maybe the next Spider-Man. Um, it would be phenomenal to see team ups with them. And I mean, the family is just themselves just so awesome they're always doing something wild oh we're in deep space one day and then the next oh we're in the quantum zone just hype <laughs> right yeah and they're so unique i mean as characters and like outside of their superpowers you know and what when they became the fan like what they did individually it was so unique and then you added their attributes and everything that happened and i was like no wonder these guys are everywhere in space and in different realms because look at they're, they're geniuses you know like right and didn't they start like the zombie thing in the in one version of the zombie verse like the ultimates version or something i think so i think they were responsible for it if i'm not mistaken yeah mr fantastic like he's a good guy but when he's bad Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he, no, he's, he makes a great villain actually, man. Right. He really it's, does, man. That's scary. When you, when you see a hero who can do good and do very, very bad. Well, it brings you up to like, you know, Magneto, you know, like, Oh he's, yeah. He's an amazing good guy, but man, when he decides to flip the script and just go full bad, and I don't even know if he's all the way bad in some of his thinking, but he is unstoppable, you know? Right. <laughs> Doom. <laughs> right. So what was the uh, next one for you? Uh, okay. So this is, this is again, no particular order, but I'm going to say Moon Knight. Um, nice. I'm really excited about it because I didn't read a whole lot of Moon Knight comics. Not to say I, I didn't dabble, but it was more like when he kind of crossed over um, into other, you know, 
comic books that I really got used to or got introduced to him. Mm-hmm. But after seeing and reading and seeing that just that little clip, it reminds me, it reminds me of Batman to a degree. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's got that darkness about it and it's got that mystical feel. So then you add that, that whole mystical feel to it. Well, then you bring in some of the other characters, you know, the other potentially like ghost Rider who's cross paths with moon Knight, And then, um, ah, the werewolf guy, I don't know what his name is, but, uh, so uh, is it no, not, I don't know. It's, I don't think it's werewolf by night, but it might be, um, they bring in him and they bring it. So what they've done in that, just in that clip, it's already got me excited about it. I think Moon Knight is, is a really cool story. And mm-hmm. it's like Indiana Jones meets Batman. And those are just cool, you know? Right. So I'm excited for Moon Knight. And Moon Knight's, he's like more on the kind of the mystical side of things, right? Yeah. I mean, he's an archaeologist. And then, he, you know, he discovers that whatever and becomes well i don't you know i don't exactly discovers the whatever yeah whatever that is you know (laughs) um but he and and so he gets this basically he turns into this moon god um and that's what happens so Hmm. he has this inner it almost reminds me of venom a little bit because he's always like hearing that voice in his head to change and to do that and he's fighting that because he wants to just be human but now he's yeah so it does dabble in the mystical stuff but more of like the ancient ancient uh, egyptian you know history and it's kind of cool you know that's good i like that idea especially now that shang uh chi I was saying Shang-Chi for the longest time. Then I heard them pronounce it. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> right. I felt the same but, way. <laughs> right. But with uh, Shang-Chi, the Eternals, all diving into more of the um, ancient stuff. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor, they've done that too. But it's great that they're continuing more of the ancient side of things. And with, with Moon Knight, it kind of makes me, like you were saying with uh, like the Batman similarities, it makes me think of like, what if on that fateful night with Batman, instead of the bat flying through the window, it's like a moon fragment where he just looks at the moon and is like moon, moon right. Night, you know? <laughs> right. It could have been anything, right. You know, right. <laughs> well, and that's what I remember reading. Uh, this was back when, when I read wizard magazine. Did you ever used to read wizard magazine back in the day? Uh, a friend had it. I never actually got into it too much. Yeah. I used to get like the subscription and I mean, I was a long time ago, man, but I remember <laughs> reading it and they basically said, I think he was listed as like the 89th greatest comic book character, which is pretty high up there, you know? Oh yeah. Um, that's not bad. Yeah. And I remember they basically said what happened. It's like, if you took Batman and you gave him an identity disorder, then you would get Moon Knight. Mm. And the idea that he's battling these different identities, it it just adds a different layer to this hero. And he is definitely not like a play it by the book hero at all. So it's I'm right. interested. I'm interested in that. It's almost like almost like Punisher. Yeah. And he does okay. a lot of stuff with like um Heroes for Hire and the Defenders. Um he's mm. cross he's crossed paths with the Avengers and then the Secret Avengers as well. So it opens up a lot of doors. Perfect. Yeah, that makes sense that they're bringing a lot of familiar familiarity. There we go. <laughs> with a lot of these, <laughs> with a lot of these characters who have crossed paths with um, a number of different heroes since they're building up 
a lot of these other versions now outside of the Avengers. Um, what was the other thing? Yeah, with Moon Knight, I don't. I never knew too much about him. I always thought about that Batman similarity, but I, for me, I always thought it was kind of a cool thing that DC and Marvel were kind of like, "Oh, you got Superman? All right, well, here's uh, Superior." Right now, what's what's that one dude's name? Ah, he's like blue and gold. Uh, Hyperion, I think. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, Max. I'm gonna look him up. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll yeah, I, think it it, <laughs> I think it was Hyperion, but it, it was kind of nice that like DC and Marvel kind of like, okay, I see this. I raise you that. <laughs> Let's see who's the better version. <laughs> and they, I mean, look at what they did. That I mean, you know, it's like, and then Marvel got real greedy. They're like, oh, Spider Man worked out very well. We'll just make Daredevil because they're similar, even oh, though yeah. Daredevil's more vicious, you know. But yeah that was really cool how they did that um but yeah with moon knight i don't know too much i only know him really from bits and pieces here a couple memes uh some uh visions or not visions, some versions i've seen of him in comics and then the most i know about him is what he did in the spider-man web of shadows game which wasn't oh, a lot yeah yeah that was a cool uh snippet of him i thought well, the cool thing, too, is so we won't have to wait too long. It does come out in 2022. I'm just not sure which month. Um, oh, okay. And I like that we get Oscar Isaac back in into a super or into a Marvel character. Because yeah. um, I did. I kind of think he got robbed. Um, Who was he last time? Well, he was uh, Apocalypse. Oh, Okay, yeah, that movie's a blur to me, so I kind of... Oh, wow, he was... Wow. Okay. And he's good. Like, like yeah. the voice and the acting, it was just the way they did Apocalypse was not good. Um, yeah, that was another one of those movies that had cool scenes, very good potential, but yeah, absolutely. fell flat. So I'm excited about it. And he's, and he's, he's banking it at Disney because now he's going to be in another Star Wars show, so... Bruh. <laughs> And people were complaining that The Rock is everywhere. Like, there are so many other actors that are everywhere, too. It's not just The Rock. Like, I remember people were just complaining and so mad that he was everywhere. I know. <laughs> people just want to hate, man. They just want right? to hate, dude. But it's cool because, like, okay, so Oscar Isaac died in, you know, Rogue One because everybody did. Um, yeah. But now he's coming back into the prequel to Rogue One in that series. So they get to bring his character back. Oh, uh, no Force Ghost? <laughs> yeah, no Force Ghost, dude. I don't think so. Dang. <laughs> but yeah, Moon Knight's going to be sweet. I'm excited, man. Nice. Um, so next up for me would have to be Loki Season 2. Ah, now, yeah, nice. Oh, yeah. I still remember seeing that in credit where it's like that stamp, Loki Season 2, will, or Loki will return. I forget what it said, but something Season 2. <laughs> yeah, it was like, Loki will return in Loki Season 2. And I'm like, thank you. Like. Right, I was like, okay. Before that happened, I was thinking, okay, either this is gonna connect or and finish off like either in Ant Man or something multiversal wise. I was like, what's gonna happen? And then I saw the stamp, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense now. Right. <laughs> so I've loved all the MCU MCU shows uh, post End Game, but my favorite Disney Plus show, I would have to say, is Loki. And next to it is what if practically neck and neck like it was it was really hard making that choice but like they're they're right there like this is uh it's hard to choose but anyway um loki for for being the favorite this is why loki easily has one for me one of the strongest character developments in the mcu yeah i agree and uh when we saw like 2012 loki in uh, endgame 
our new Loki escape with the Tesseract, I was like, I almost clapped in the theater because I was thinking, oh, there's no way they're not going to follow up on this. We got Loki back. <laughs> it was too good of an opportunity. Like you can't like they were like, there's no way we can allow Loki to just disappear. Like, right. we got to get our Loki back. And then I thank God they did. And thank God we didn't have to wait too long. Yeah, because, I mean, for Loki to go out, you know, being Thanos snapped, I mean, you know, neck snapped. But it's just like, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, it, it was it was powerful because he went out a hero. He went out saving his brother, uh, you know, the, the, the surviving the last Odin son of right. the family and it's like that's that's powerful if he had to go out that's that's great but fortunately the multiverse so we have a new, a new Loki now who um not only gets to he he had to, he, he got to experience all of that um feel the pain you know watching it on playback during the show and you know experiencing the pain the happiness of being able to rekindle his relationship with his brother and seeing even though his life originally ends by saving his brother and getting Thanos snapped but he just goes, you know what? No, that's I no. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna avoid that. I'm gonna go. That, that's left. I'm going right, and I'm not gonna die by Thanos. And now we have this whole new path. That's probably gonna be just way more insane than what we saw before. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're right, and I think that what that path does, it's it's a question of okay, where are they gonna lead them? Because Loki, I think season two, they don't have a date for it yet. So I'm going to just throw my pointless guesstimate out there and say probably the end of 2023 is my guess. Um, I don't think they'll wait till 2024, but I think 2023 is the magic number. Um, yeah. Just just looking at what is currently scheduled for 2023 and kind of looking at how Disney does things. Um, mm -hmm. So that's going to be like, if you think about it, is, are we not going to see Loki again until, or, you know, until that series, or is he going to appear in the next Thor movie or, um, uh, you know, Dr. Dr. Strange or any of those other movies that he could have a, have something to do with, or are we just not going to see him until the very end? Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely an interesting thing to think about. I feel like he's going to, I definitely am pretty positive. He's going to appear at least one more time before season two in one of it. these different versions. Cause it's like, there's so much craziness going down. We have random people just being taken from their universe to this current one, like how we saw with Venom and then ever all the villains and whatnot and no way home. So it's clear to me that not just the multiverse um, branching out into all these new branches, but there's also a lot of unstable uh, parts of it happening. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I think Loki will probably be a, a pretty good key fixture in those things, you know, whether he's right. trying to stop it or trying to correct it, especially the way Loki season two ended. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got introduced to our next big bad, at least a variation of him, a variant of him. And Loki's, you know, he was a huge part of that. So right. I, I think you're right. I, I don't I can't predict when we will see him. Um, but I think you're right. I think he's going to appear at least one more time before we get that show. You got to hype him up a little bit, you know? Oh, yeah. My bet is going to be in Doctor Strange, too. You think so? Yeah. 
Yeah, see, I was going with Thor Love and Thunder. I know that's the obvious choice. I, I mean, it just makes sense. But I, I look at Doctor Strange is coming out, what, May in May, I believe. Unless mm-hmm. they pushed it back, I can't remember. Um, I think they did a little bit because they have uh, reshoots, I think. Okay. So it's coming out before Thor Love and Thunder. So I just can't see them with so much that's going on with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness with Wanda, more multiverse stuff, and who knows who else is going to appear in there. Um, yeah. I don't know if they would want to like overcram it with Loki unless it's something at the end. You know, like mm. he comes through one of the timelines and it's bam, that's how we end it with Loki. I don't know. Um, but it would be cool. It would be cool to see him in that. The more yeah. the merrier. That would make sense too, because they've been going a lot, they've been going more and more ham. Wait, they've been going more ham. There we go. They've been going more ham with a lot of the end credit scenes connecting everything more and more. So I think, yeah, if he's not gonna appear in the main part of the movie, he's definitely going to be in the end credit scenes at some point that we see. But I got to say, if he's going to be in Thor, holy crap, Thor's reaction to seeing Loki again. Well, that, he might yeah, kill himself. He, might. he might. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of why I want him in that, because I just want to see Thor's reaction to Loki, like, again. Like, bro, you're alive again? <laughs> It's like the fourth time, man. <laughs> it's like, no, there's, I'm done. Like, right. I would be just totally done. Like, I don't care who you are. If, if you're even my Loki, I'm done. <laughs> Seriously, because Thor's just had enough of it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do want to see that reunion, but I feel like I feel like it'd be better for him to reunite with his Thor as opposed to our Thor. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I, it, it'd be, it would be hilarious. Like, maybe a glimpse of like our Thor seeing him and be like, what, what? No way. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's going to be fun, man. I, you know, when we talk about these shows and projects coming up, it's like, I know 2023 is not that far away, but dude, I don't want to wait that long. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Yeah. But it makes sense too, since we haven't really seen um, at least like a new, title for it you know at loki season two so it would make sense and plus um they probably for it to be handled correctly they probably have to have uh spider-man and doctor strange at least to probably and and probably ant-man too to happen uh for that story to you know make sense to flush out yeah yeah well you got ant-man comes out july 2023 the end of july i think it got pushed back again but yeah um, it's the end of july and that's uh, a heavily, heavily anticipated um, film uh, for a multitude of, re- of reasons. But again, we get Kang. You know, Kang's going to be all up in that film. So, yeah, buddy. I'm excited about that. Um, well, I guess since we're, we're, we already kind of talked about it, my next one was going to be the next Doctor Strange movie. Um, Perfect. I'm very excited about it because the more and more I watch Dr. Strange and everything he's been in so far, the more and more I become such a fan of him. Um, I really like him. I love what he's doing. I love the depth of his character. Uh, I love, I love the arrogance of his character um, because it's just, it's just perfect. And I'm ready to see Wanda. I I just, you know, I'm ready to see Wanda again. I want to know what happened to her after she all went, you know, 
in the cabin and was hiding out with her and the Scarlet Witch. I right. want to know, man. Like, we haven't seen Wanda or even really gotten a glimpse of Wanda since the end of WandaVision. Mm-hmm. It's going to be almost a year. It'll be well over a year since we saw Wanda in anything, unless she magically appears in something else. Um, oh, man. So I'm excited. I love the directors that are behind this film. I know that this multiverse of madness is going to be crazy. And with everything that's happening, I keep saying Kang. I'm just like a broken record. Um, <laughs> I just believe that Kang's also going to have a little, a little bit of an appearance in that film as well. In oh, some yeah. fashion. I, I feel like they definitely have to involve Kang a bit more because with Thanos, he was he he wasn't really doing much as far as the movies were, ex- excluding like the end credit scenes. And then it wasn't until I think Guardians that we finally saw him like full bodied actually talking to other characters. Yeah. So for them to kind of like make Kang stand out a bit more than what he is already. I mean, already he's already standing out because of establishing how he literally all these versions of himself caused the multiversal war. So already he's kind of one up to Thanos, but like having him appear more frequently and more involved in these movies, it's going to really make fa- uh, this new phase, this new saga um, be all the more special and not be like, um, not try to be like Thanos, but be his own type of character and work in different ways than what he would have done, which I'm really excited for. Yeah, because he's, the thing about Kang is he is super, super powerful in so many ways, um, but yet very different than Thanos. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, his time travel abilities, his intellect, everything he's done and seen, he's got some mystical powers behind him because he's been around for so long. Right. He's also got, it's, it's just a very interesting character. Um, and he's been such a problem and it he's, he's been such a problem for not just the Avengers, but the fantastic four. So I am curious to see how they, they do this with the different variants of Thanos. If there are different variants, maybe he was just lying, you know, maybe he was the main guy. Who knows? You know. Oh man, I hope they do the variants. That's that's way too cool to pass up. I think they are. I mean, I think we're gonna see the like the final version of that. Uh, not Thanos. Of Kang. I keep calling him Thanos. The final version <laughs> of Kang. I think we'll probably see him. You know, in Ant Man or one of the other major films. As it now that the story is being told, but uh, I'm looking forward to the multiverse of madness. Uh, Besides, like I said, the Doctor Strange thing, I think, you know, the next phase or storyline is is going to start to flush out, you know, as we go with the multiverse after Spider-Man and everything that's going on. So I'm looking forward to that. Right. And kind of, too, with, with, with Thanos is he, like, even though he wasn't super involved, like, he was mainly behind the scenes, there were still a lot of connections to him across many of the movies. So if they were to do that with Kane, that would make a lot of sense, especially with the variants and just how he would work and operate because of all of the connections he would have across the multiverse. Yeah, and, you know, the other thing, too, is we got to remember, he's, he's related. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a Richard's. Right, you know, Nathaniel Richards, so he's an ancestor connected to Fantastic Four. 
I feel like they can't just ignore that. Yeah, they definitely got to connect that. That's that's that to be such a huge missed opportunity. Yeah. So either Kang's not gonna like disappear; he's gonna come back, or they're gonna hint about the Fantastic Four in one of these movies somehow. Oh somehow. yeah. I don't know. So connecting to that one is um, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually switch with. Uh, originally, I was gonna do Spider Man next, but I'm gonna go with What If season two okay. since it connects to Kang a bit more. Um, well, actually, who knows? Spider Man may who, who really knows? <laughs> but anyway, uh, with What If season two, you know, limitless potential from seeing T'Challa as Star Lord. What if uh, Ultron won one to the zombies? You know, what if had so many interesting stories that connected in an outstanding way up to the end? Into the end, there we go, and. Um, Will it continue any previous stories outside of The Watcher? I hope. I mean, especially with Supreme Stage. Wow. Supreme Stage. What? Supreme Strange. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, all I can see now, <laughs> every time I say Supreme Strange, all I can think of is Doctor Strange decked out in Supreme uh, gear. You know that? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Just the Supreme merch everywhere. <laughs> you keep saying Supreme, and all I think about is like a new version from Taco Bell. I'm like, is there, like, I don't know why, but I'm like, is there, is there a Marvel taco out right now? Like, oh, I, I would know. buy that. Dude, I would go get it right now, dude. <laughs> this Doctor Strange 2 brought to, you, brought to you by Supreme and Taco Bell. Right. It's marketing. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That would, so now that Kang has been established, um, what if season two definitely needs to incorporate him um, at least a few times in yeah. this. And with this next season, they, they did say they're going to be working on more of the later phases. Oh, excuse me, this time around. So this is like the perfect time to do that. Um, but I do hope they do carry over some things, you know, without a doubt, we're going to see the watcher again, because he's the watcher. Right. But um, if anything, uh, Strange Supreme should definitely uh, return as well because I hate to see this guy just being there, just chilling, watching the watching um, uh, what are their names? It was Ultron and not not a uh, yeah, it was technically it was Ultron, the guy who took over him, the AI that took over him, and then um, Killmonger. There we go, Killmonger. Yep, yep, yep. So, and I, I talked about this in the finale episode, but I'm just like. He, the, the watcher can't let him just do that and just that entire like come on give him a break like tag in or something come on yeah <laughs> yeah i mean he he does deserve a lot of punishment but he's also had a lot of punishment too i mean oh yeah uh, so i kind of agree with you they got to give him a little i think he'll carry over i think that character will carry over for sure um and i think he'll be involved more f- just like he was in the in the first season. But we're going to have a lot of new characters too. I mean, so you got to think like, you know, Shang-Chi and all those guys, you know, are oh, they going to, yeah. you know, so it, it the possibilities are just I mean, they're endless with what if. You could you could really keep that going for, you know, 10, 12 seasons. Oh yeah. I I would I would hope so. I hope they continue doing this for a while because that's one of my favorite things in storytelling is the big what if every time I watch something, I'm, I always think, okay, that was awesome. But what if this happened instead? It's just so great. Yeah, no, I, I, I do the same thing, and especially with Marvel and well with really anything, but especially with these characters in Marvel, because their stories are so detailed and you just think to yourself, well, if they would have 
turned right instead of left, or if they would have not gone to this place, what would have happened? You know what I mean? Like, how oh, does yeah. it how does it set the chain of events? So I that's a good one. And you know what? That's that's Disney's first real animated Marvel series, Disney and Marvel, since they joined forces. Um mm. and they did a spectacular job, man. Yeah, they know what they're doing. It's good to see that they're realizing, okay, we can do this now. Let's just pump everything into it now. And hopefully we'll see other versions of this too. Like I would love to see a Star Wars what if, just to throw that out there. Oh, I'd be into that. Oh man, that would be amazing, dude. Right. Um, like, we kind of got that with visions. So you know what? I didn't I need to finish visions. Um I didn't finish yeah, I did it. Too. Yeah, I liked it. I liked what I saw. Um, Me too. I just didn't I just didn't get to finish it. I but I I it was a cool little example and it was so different. It reminded me a little bit, not to go off topic, it reminded me a little bit of uh the matrix, um the animatrix. Mm, yes. Which yes, was that's a good so example. Cool, man. Right. Um, yeah. So I they could do that with what if, but yeah, what if season two, uh, they don't have a date on that either. Yeah. Well, we know it's coming because it made good money and they you know pretty much everybody loved it. You know, you get the occasional hater in the comments because oh, you know, not everything's gonna be loved by everybody, but right for the most part, pretty adored. Um, so what was the next one for you? Okay, so this what is this number four for me? Okay, is it four? I don't know, I can't keep track. Ah, uh, um, so yes, yeah, yeah, four. Okay, so this was a toss up because I had like five more, but let's I'm just gonna pick one. <laughs> I'm gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Blade. Um, nice, I'm excited about Blade, and yeah, I mean, it was. It, there was other ones that are coming out very soon that I could pick, but I just was thinking about Blade because I, when that came out late nineties, early two thousands with Wesley Snipes, it was something like we had never seen before. Um, Blade is a very cool character. Anyway, he's again, he's kind of an anti-hero. I mean, yes, mm -hmm. he's, he's killing vampires to save the human race, but he doesn't care what he has to do. You know, yeah. um, his story about his mom and and everything that's happened with him is very cool. Um, so when Wesley Snipe was cast as Blade, I was like, perfect. And then they had the first movie and I was, and this was long before Marvel had any plans to do any of this other stuff. Um, and I thought they did a really good job. I actually thought the trilogy as a whole was cool, even though the third movie really kind of sucked. Um, Ugh, it was Dracula awful. Yeah. in the world, and he was the worst Dracula <laughs> ever. Like, yeah, uh, it was bad, dude. I just watched that about a couple months ago, and because I watched all three of them again, and I was like, all right, first one's cool, second one, okay, yeah, it had its moments, but it was still really cool. Third one, ouch, yeah, it was rough, man. Um, yeah, at least but, we saw early uh, Deadpool with Ryan Reynolds in there, <laughs> yeah, we basically did. Yeah, I mean, that's true, you're right. Yeah, because uh, that role ended up getting him, like, I forget who said it, but um, I, I think he said in an interview not so long ago that that role is what set him along the way to become Deadpool. I mean, it's, it was essentially the same. It's the same role, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Except he's alive, <laughs> you know? Um, right. But I, I, I'm glad that it took a long time to redo Blade or reboot it, even though they had that really bad um, series on television for a while. Uh, with yeah. Blade, it was horrible. Um, right. But 
I like that they're they're now introducing him to us all over again in the brand new MCU. I love the actor they picked to play. Yeah. So at, at first when I saw who they picked, I was like, what? But then I that was before I realized that the TV shows on Netflix don't count anymore. So I was like, because I'm like, isn't that Cottonmouth? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, how did this? But like, it's interesting too, because I think he's a little bit, if I'm not mistaken, he's a little bit older than Wesley Snipes was when he was played, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think he was. So it's interesting to see a little bit older Blade. It doesn't really matter because he's a vampire, but um uh again though this is a guy that connects to so many characters ghost rider spider-man daredevil you know um he has battles with moon knight so you're bringing this guy in at a perfect time um and i know they start filming that movie this summer so we'll see what nice happens. yeah i'm excited yeah. about it man yeah i was always pumped about the character too and i feel like He's the t- even though he deals mainly with vampires, I could see him pretty much just dealing with anything mythical because I feel like when you deal with one thing mythical, you're pretty much going to come across everything else too <laughs> along the way. Yeah, you're you're gonna yeah you're gonna get there. Um, and I kind of wonder too with the whole Mobius thing. I know it's mainly a Sony thing, but I'm kind of wondering go. if they'll try to do anything with uh, Blade in there. They they have to man. I, yeah. they're, they're building up. Either Sony's leveraging themselves really well right now because Marvel's going to be like, oh, we need that guy. You know, we need to do something with him because yeah. you can't have a character like that and not come across Blade. They fought right. all the time in the comic books. And yeah, they were that... on the same team, too, for a while there. Ooh. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Yeah. Mobius is another character I don't know a lot about, but I know bits and pieces of him from the 90s spider-man and then um one of the random games oh yeah he was in a game i can't remember what it was but i I, as soon as you said that i was like yeah i remember i remember him in a game oh yeah it was um spider-man 3 i think the toby Maguire one oh okay i think it was the ps3 version because that was back in the day when if you got it on the PS2 or the 3 or the Wii, they were completely different games because different companies made them. <laughs> I remember that. Yep. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, because I got it on the 2 and I was watching a walkthrough one time and I'm like, wait, what? That's that's not happening in my game. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like Blade is set for October 2022? Nah, Oof. Well, that makes sense if, this, if they're just going to start filming. Yeah, it got pushed. It was supposed to be, again, COVID, you know. Yeah. And this was this film should have already been filmed by now. They were, they were supposed to wrap it up early 2022. Dang. Because they wanted it to be a Halloween release. Yeah. And it got pushed. So, But you never know. Another, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that'd be perfect having it in October still, even if it's the following year. But I mean, yeah, having it sooner, I'm like, shoot, I'll <laughs> I'll watch it again, you know, during the spooky months, if that makes sense. Yeah, if that's what they really want me to do. I don't care. Yeah, I don't mind watching it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um, so originally I had 
Spider-Man on here. I mean, I do have Spider-Man on here, but I'm kind of like, I mean, what else can I really say about Spider-Man? It's it's my favorite superhero ever. Um, they've been dealing with the multiverse stuff since Shadow Dimensions, the movies into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. So it, it's clear that dealing with the multiversal threats is a guaranteed wild and fun ride for us, at least. Not so much Spider-Man because he's, you know, getting beat up and stuff and beating up other people. But for us, it's pretty awesome. Um, and of course, seeing the the casts returning from the previous iterations of Spider-Man, which hopefully means other things too, but either way, <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> um, did you have another one you wanted to say? Because I have one more after this. Oh, yeah, you go ahead, man. Yeah. Oh, was that that's the one you're picking? Spider-Man? Uh, I was going to pick Spider-Man for that one, and then I have one more after that. Okay, yeah, I got I got a five. I got a five for sure, dude. Word. All right. Yeah, I lost count, honestly, but I, I was like, I, I couldn't remember if you had all yours yet or, or what. <laughs> no, no, I think I think you're right. I think this is the, the final countdown, um, which is tough. Da, 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 da. <laughs> of course, I think that. Um, well, and I'm a – okay, so stupid story, but I'm a, I'm a huge Detroit Pistons fan because I'm from Detroit. That's what they walk out to. <laughs> it's the final countdown. So every time I hear that, I'm like, oh, it's the Pistons theme song, you know? It took me like, <laughs> dude, it took me till I was in my 20s before I realized it was not the Pistons theme song. <laughs> but anyway. I love it. <laughs> um, so this was hard for me to pick, like, the because there's so many. I mean, and, I, oh, and yeah. I'm excited for a lot of them, even the ones that aren't, you know, like, top of my list but i'm gonna go nostalgia factor on this just nerd out nostalgia factor and i'm gonna go x-men 97 um mm, that was an honorable mention for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> um because okay 2023 it's coming out it's gonna stream on disney plus uh, uh, same animation same writers picking oh. up where the final x-men animated series left off same storyline. Mm. So, I mean, it's, I don't know how that's going to go over with the younger generation um, because they might be like, oh, this animation sucks. But I don't, I actually think it's going to kill it because that by far might be, not every episode was great, but that might be the best X Men from top to bottom we've ever seen on, on TV or film. Right. So, the fact that Disney, like when when I first got Disney Plus, I just been binge watched all the seasons of X Men um, because it was such a great cartoon. And yeah, the fact that Disney saw that and it was like, hey, we could we could do this, and they're not changing it. That is awesome, man. That is just cool. And hopefully, it'll make people excited for maybe bringing some mutants back into the big screen at some point here. Good point. That was actually what I was going to mention too with um, my honorable mention was this they actually, this could be their way of telling us that hey, this could be included in what if or maybe this could be something they could branch out into a live action, faithful adaption of it into the MCU. There are a lot of things up in the air that this could mean or it could just be standalone, you never know. Um, But I think it's definitely a, a very smart move having it um, based off of this, you know, continuing the source material from the same animation, the same writers, because they're the ones who made it great and made it such a hit. Um, as far as the animation goes, I'd imagine they'll probably like make it um, maybe just higher definition. Because I mean, back in the day, that the uh, what's it called? The 
the rendering I'm sure wasn't obviously not oh, as good as it can be today. Not. So I'm sure it'll look, you know, better for sure. But I'm sure um, as outside of that, um, if they're true fans, they'll appreciate that. Okay. This is something that was really special back in the day. And it'll, I think, I think a lot of younger people will still be into it, but yeah, I, I think some people will probably be turned off cause it's not the um, new age type deal thing, but eh, who cares? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Like it. <laughs> and I don't think they're making, hey, look, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Disney's making it for that, that group of people. Um, uh, definitely they, for us. <laughs> yeah. They're making it for the people that are going to pay to stream their service. That's who they're making it for. You know, oh, any, yeah. anybody else that likes it, they'll, you know, great bonus, but they're going to be like, nah, these are, these are the people that are paying eight, nine bucks a month. Let's, let's keep them happy. You know? <laughs> Oh yeah, and that theme song just unravels. Oh, that theme song, dude, it hits so hard. I I, I mean, I, I remember just hearing it, and I just get excited. I was like, "Oh, I made it! Cool!" Right? So it's like watching a preview in a movie theater. You don't want to miss it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that there was like I'm trying to remember which version. I think it was the Japanese version. Um, it had a, it had a completely different opening, or maybe different music. One of the two. I'm not surprised, um, but no, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was. It went really. Cra- I'm trying to remember what version it is. Um, but if you if you type in like um, X Men '90s um, alternate opening or alternate music, it's. I forget where I saw this, but it was it was really different. I was really surprised. It was cool, and I'm like, whoa, who made this choice? But okay, <laughs> <laughs> they like to take things to a different level, man. They do, man. It's a different. It's a totally different vibe when they do it over there. It's a huge different vibe. Yeah, and, and then everyone, you know, everyone's censorship is different. Even like the next state over can be like, oh, uh, no. <laughs> so a whole other country, they're probably like, oh, that one thing in the background there. Now we're just gonna make a whole new thing. That's it. That's what it is. So, <laughs> right. But yeah, I'm looking. We got the money to for it. it. <laughs> and it's uh, and again, 2023 seems to be a magic year. But we got a lot to look forward to in 2020. So I, I won't complain too much. Oh yeah, we're eating good this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my last one is actually zombies. Um, nice. Did, do we have a do we have a release date for that one, or is that still up in the air? We too? don't, but it looks. Okay. I mean, okay. So let me see. I'm pulling up multiple websites here. Um, mm-hmm. From what I have, Mark. Okay, this is the last one that's listed, which doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean it's coming out last or anything like that. Um, but they do say that it is, it, it does sound like it's going to be after what if season two. Um, mm. but that doesn't mean anything either. I really don't, we, we don't have much on it other than yeah. it's going to pick up. Uh, it's going to, it's allegedly picking off right where the zombie storyline ended on that episode. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense because most of the stories did have their, conclusion that had a pretty decent ending but this one was one of the few i think there was the gamora one didn't have any like story that we saw i think they were supposed to room allegedly but maybe that'll continue in season two but yeah zombies was like the biggest cliffhanger and it really was yeah yeah we got a little bit of a um a, l- a little bit of um, development in the finale when we saw that Wanda and a couple and a big group of zombies got clapped by Ultron, which m- leads to 
uh, a better chance with our heroes who are surviving here. But still, I mean, they still got to go up against Zombie Thanos with pretty much 90% of the gauntlets. <laughs> That's not looking too good. <laughs> uh, yeah, the idea of a, of a Zombie Thanos, dude, the way they handled Wanda was insane. Like, I didn't Chills. know how they were going to do that. I didn't know how they were going to deal with the zombie superheroes. Yeah. But it was like the zombies know that they have powers. Like it was crazy to me because right. it was just a different level of zombie, which I liked, you know, something new. Um, and the way they handled her. So I can't wait to see zombie Thanos in action. Oh yeah. I'm glad they handled it that way too, because with the comics, it was always, they were basically themselves. They were just maddened by the hunger. So they, they had their sentience still. Right. And that I hated that because I'm like, ah, you guys know what you're doing. And it's, I mean, I get it. You know, it was still the, the madness consuming them, but it's still a part of me. just like, ah, oh, you guys suck. But, <laughs> <laughs> so because of that, I always hated that. Um, but with this one, it's like, okay, they're just like completely gone un unless they get cured. Like how um, we find out with the, what was it? The mind stone with uh, vision. Oh yeah. 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 So, because Ant-Man was like that, Scott, but they were only able to save his body, which was a nice kind of like reference to what happened with um, Wasp in the comics. So Yeah, that was. I forgot about that. Yeah, only thing. I liked what they did with that, though, because instead of getting like a robot body, which, I mean, he still could in season two or, or zombies, whatever comes first. Um, but instead he got the the Doctor Strange cape was which is a pretty awesome thing because that thing's sentient, you know. <laughs> dude, that Doctor Strange cape is its own like that's its own character, dude. Like he's awesome, man. I love it. it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it too. I'm yeah, I'm wondering which ones they're they're gonna come out first with either what if or zombies. Um, right. But I got a feeling though, you know, we see these dates and we know that dates can change. But when they don't have when they just have TBD next to it, you assume it's gonna be far out. Dude, for all we know, they could drop Marvel Zombies this summer. Yeah. You know, we have, because that's what Disney does. <laughs> they just like, oh, we're done with it. Here you go. You know? Yeah. All we got to wait for is like a, either just a random thing or maybe an anniversary is coming out that we don't know of. And it's like, oh, this is five years after this happened. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Here you go, guys. Thanks for, thanks for watching, you know? Um, and I am excited, too, because with Disney Plus, they they have made it or Disney as a whole has said, as far as movies go, they're only doing a 45 day theatrical release on most of their films moving forward. Um, after that, they'll go to digital and then they'll be on, on Disney Plus. Example, they just announced today or yesterday that the Eternals, which I still haven't seen, um, and neither have I. <laughs> yeah, and every time I get ready to go to the movie theater, something happens. Um, and yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, I'll go Thursday when my son's not here and I can go do my thing. And then I just saw today that they're releasing it on Disney Plus January 14th. Not bad. So not I'm bad. like, well, I'm not gonna go to the theater then. I'll just wait. <laughs> like, you know, but so by that, if you look at that, they are probably doing that to fill in the gaps for when why when they don't have a show. I, I know that's not the only reason because they wanna they wanna draw people to their streaming service and mm -hmm. they and they believe that the movie theater market and that industry is not going to recover anytime soon. 
So the best way for them to recoup some of that money is, hey, you got Eternals coming out. Maybe people will sign up to watch it. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, but since there's some gaps in shows, they can plug in Eternals. So if you look at Spider-Man's coming out in December, you can assume it's going to be 45 days after that that it's going to be on Disney+, Plus, give or take. That's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, which is good, too, because, I mean, if it wasn't for the whole virus thing, I would have been in the theaters day of watching all these movies. Me, too. Me, too. But I'm going to make an exception for Spider-Man. I'm like, I got to (laughs) go. Yeah, I I know tickets go on sale uh, the 29th. I I mean, I don't know when this thing's going to air, but uh, November 29th, they go on sale, I believe. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to try and get this uploaded today, honestly, because I I got a pretty open day today, so I'll probably just knock out the editing and throw it up. Um, Man, yeah, I'm going to be I'm going to try and get it on sale because I know regardless of the virus, the theater is going to be crazy. <laughs> From what I heard, um, my buddy went on opening day for Venom, uh, you know, Carnage, Let There Be Carnage or whatever, Venom 2, which mm-hmm. I still haven't seen and know nothing about yet. Oh, and also, I have not watched the Spider-Man trailer yet. I'm just sticking with it, dude. Um, oh, man. I'm glad you said that because I was about to ask. I was going to say something, but I'm not <laughs> nope. I haven't watched it. I'm, I'm out. I think I'm just going to commit to it. Um, yeah, it's better that way, honestly. If I made it this long, you know, why not? Yeah. So, but uh, my buddy was at Venom 2 opening day, and he said it was like pre-pandemic, like busy. Like they were mm. packed. It, it was packed. And I imagine yeah. a lot of people now are like getting back into that sort of thing. Um, yep. At least for the first week or so, you know? Yeah. I'm going to treat it like I did with Infinity War and Endgame when I saw those in theaters. I'm going to be there an hour early. I do not care. <laughs> no, you got it. I think you got it. Oh, yeah. Um, avoid, avoid that crowd. Get a good seat. Because I remember for... Actually, you know what? For Endgame, because we saw that twice in theaters. So for the first time, we were actually not late, but we got there and <laughs> we had the first row seats. Oh, we had to look up the whole time. That's and like for a three hour movie, you know? Oh, bad enough. Our bladders are killing us, but now our necks are too. It's like, come on. Yeah, because you're not it, getting sheesh. up. You're not right. going to pee, dude. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to miss something that's going to ruin the whole movie if I don't see it. <laughs> right. And you probably would have because, I mean, there's just so much stuff going on, you know? Right, just um, back to back. <laughs> but moving forward, just to kind of, you know, I know we're wrapping up here, but moving forward, so we got Spider-Man ends it for 2021. We're, we're done, okay? Right. That's fine. But then we've got Doctor Strange, Thor, Miss Marvel on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, buddy. We've got, unless they push this back again, we got Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. We've got the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Right. Then I forgot we, about that. Yeah. Then we've got Moon Knight, She-Hawk, and then yes. it looks like things are on hold right then. And then it goes into uh, 2023. That's mm. a lot coming up for 2022. And and that's not even to say that that's all there is. They yeah. could bump up a, a series. So, man, we, we are loaded. <laughs> yeah. Heck of a lot different than when it was like, yeah, we'll get maybe like one or two movies this year. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like, yeah, we got about 10 different things. They do. They opened the floodgates. They were like, sorry about COVID. Our bad. Here you go. You know, <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> so it's going to be exciting, man. Oh, yeah. I'm pumped. 
this i think this is definitely a pretty awesome episode we got a lot of cool things talking about these uh shows and there you know while we talked about our favorite ones me for sure definitely am high i am for sure there we go that's the right words right words i was trying to say i am for sure very hyped about everything that's coming out but these in particular i had to talk about these um and i had to talk about these what's it called i highlighted them there we go i highlighted these emphasized them just because there's so much potential with these that i just had to talk to them talk about them there we go (laughs) no i agree with you man i mean we could have i mean we didn't even really scratch the surface with some of the other ones that I know we're, we're both equally as excited for. Um, but these, oh, yeah. these are ones that just, they just kind of stand out a little bit. And, and like I said, you know, a week from now you could ask me and I might swap them out, but, um, right. But because of everything that's going on and, and what I'm looking for, uh, and I'm really excited about the next phase of the MCU because I, you know, we, we're losing some some big name superheroes, so to speak, or at some point, yeah. some form. So being able to take the MCU in a different direction, um, I'm excited about it. I mean, it's sad in one aspect, but it's also really, really super exciting to see what they're going to do. Yeah, it's it, I couldn't have said it better. It's like it, it's it's very happy, but very sad because of that. It's we're closing a lot of doors, but opening more in the meantime so it's 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 a crazy transition remembering back to like when iron man first started all now to here but um sheesh yeah that's <laughs> you have any um any close any other closing thoughts with this yeah uh, you know no all i can say is you know the, the great thing about the mcu and what they're doing is is they are kind of given something for everybody you know um yeah you, buddy you know you may not like all the stuff you know i'm not the biggest like captain marvel fan or any of that you know i'm just not and i never was in the comics so Mm -hmm. but what's cool about it is there are people that that's their favorite superhero so they're they're not they're they're not just ignoring it they're 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 making something interesting out of all these different characters and i i really like the diversity that's finally coming through um marvel has always been one of those companies that wasn't afraid to do what they wanted to do um you know, and being able to see that on the big screen, I think it's awesome. So I, I, I applaud Marvel and Disney for that. And it just makes me excited, man. Oh, yeah. My closing thought to it, that uh, going along with that as well, that there are so many characters that I didn't really know too much about until honestly their debut in the MCU. And then finally um, seeing them and being interested and in looking them up on like YouTube and saying all the top tens and all the histories of these videos, of these characters. I'm like, Whoa, um, Thanos was like the first major one. I didn't know who he was back in the day. So doing that big YouTube dive, I was just like, Whoa, there's so much history. And, um, another example would be like Miss Marvel. Um, didn't really know much about her. And then the Avengers game came out and then I thought, okay, this character is awesome. But yeah, it's, it's such a plethora of, just amazing things but um i would love to have you on uh, again sometime to dive on to dive into more of this type of stuff or any other topics honestly it's definitely a been a fun time yeah man i appreciate it man thank you and i'll have to bring you over to my neck of the woods and uh find a find a topic that we can discuss on uh and we can probably do the same thing it doesn't matter you know <laughs> um, <laughs> oh yeah i'm game for whatever 
Yeah, we'll do that, man. And I appreciate it. It's, you know, I've been playing catch up on your podcast. I'm, I'm glad that Soundwave connected us because uh, it's really Great. is. It's, like, it's an amazing app to meet people and learn. And uh, yeah, I just, man, I'm just excited. So, so thanks for having me, man. Oh, yeah. It has been a blast. And um, thank you all for listening. And uh, definitely check out uh, Brandon's podcast. A link to his will be in the show notes below. And uh, there you have it. So until next time, guys, when, when the wind hits our sails yet again, this is AOK Radio signing off. Ooh, another chapter concludes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to help support it by leaving a rating if possible, subscribing and sharing the podcast with others. That way more people can see it, whether it's either from you or in their suggestion feed. And if you leave a review on the show, you'll get a shout out in the next episode. But due to my podcasts being available, not just on multiple platforms, but multiple countries to ensure I see a rating. Uh, either send me a, an email with the subject AOK Radio or messaging me on Instagram, which is i.escape.i. So my social medias, my other social medias, I should say, and other projects like I Believe in Monsters, my short story narrations, and more are linked in the show notes below. And feel free to message me with any suggestions for future episodes. And if you ever want to be featured on one as well to talk about whatever subject, Hit me up there as well. Special shout out for Emac for uh, producing the beat. Always love you. That is used as my outro and the song featured in my EP Canvas District. The intro song used is titled The Unstoppables, produced by me. A link to all those is also in the show notes. This is AOK Radio, signing off. There is always more to seek. So, Go forth and seek it.